Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball insider. He's also a longtime columnist for the USA Today sports section. And Bob Nightingale, pleased to connect with you for the first time this season. So long time no talk. What's your impression of Wild Card Weekend, the way baseball set it up for the first time this year? Yeah, well, it's interesting that everybody's fighting for a home field advantage, and it meant absolutely nothing. I'm the only team that had, uh, you know, that one with home field advantage, the Cleveland Guardians, and they didn't even sell out their uh, either game. So, you know, what, what does that really mean? Wow. I think it means that home field advantage is, you know, it doesn't really mean anything in baseball. You know, remember even going back to 2019 with the Nationals and Astros, nobody won a home game. You know, the Nationals won four road games, and the Astros won three road games. Why is that, do you think? Why has it become so not effective or not important in the baseball playoffs? I don't know. You know, I was talking to uh, you know Rob Thompson of the Phillies the other day about this, and they've been on the road for about two, two and a half weeks. And, you know, he was saying, and, you know, I asked, is it sometimes even better to be on the road? And he agreed. Just you don't have the distractions of family and friends and tickets, uh, you know, it uh, brings some camaraderie together because, you know, everybody's on the road together. So you're going to see each other for breakfast and, you know, grab some dinner, that sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's, you know, nearly the disadvantage, you know, like it is in the other sports. Mm. We're already down to the division series because wildcard weekend was set up with three days in a row, although we only needed the third day for the Padres and the Mets. So let's start with that one. The Mets win 101 games in the regular season, actually have the same record as the Atlanta Braves, who ended up edging them out for the NL East title, and they're done. How did San Diego do it? You know, I always thought there was two sleepers going to the playoffs, and it was uh, San Diego and Seattle. Just because of the pitching. I mean, you Darvish, you won game one, is pitching as good as anybody, if not better, than anybody in baseball. Joe Musgrove, as we saw tonight, is a stud. You know, through the first no-hitter in pottery history. Uh, Blake Snell, up until yesterday, had pitched very well on the stretch. You know, you got Josh Hayden in the bullpen. So a dangerous team, a dangerous uh, pitching staff, just like Seattle. You know, when they can throw, you know, Luis Castillo at you, and uh, Robbie Ray and uh, Logan Gilbert, you know, tough teams to beat, and both t- both teams advance. You know, obviously Ray didn't have a great outing by any means, 
But the Padres, you know, they line up that rotation perfectly. Considering all the moves they made at the trade deadline and the fact that it took a while for them to settle into the new lineup, once they clicked, they really took off. You know, they did. And, uh, you know, Machado really led the way. Uh, but it's funny. I mean, a guy like Trent Grisham, you know, this series, he would have been the MVP of a series that they <laughs> had it for division series. You know, when he hit, you know, close to 500 and three, you know, Two home runs, three or four ribbies, uh, just, just, you know, just on fire. And, uh, yeah, fun team to watch. You know, Juan Soto is, you know, really disappeared when he got to San Diego and he started to show, you know, a little bit more, you know, what he was in Washington during this uh, postseason series where, you know, the past couple months in San Diego, same with Josh Bell, you know, just, you know, weren't the same guys. Bob Nightingale is with us from the road. He'll be on the road for about five weeks around the end of the regular season and on through this blitz of October. We're always excited to talk to him about baseball. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, You were in St. Louis for the Cardinals series and man talk about a stunner. The way that they gave up those six runs in the ninth inning on Friday night and then really couldn't hit on Saturday. What was it like at Bush Stadium? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, on the, the first game, when they uh, coughed up the six runs, it got so quiet there, you could actually hear the Phillies bench cheering and wow. clapping, that sort of thing. It was that quiet. You know, they kept uh, you know starting to get excited on uh, in game two every time Pujols came up and Yadi Molina came up. Uh, you know, they had their chances. They could just never capitalize. Uh, you're not going to win a series when you have Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado you know, go one for 15 with six strikeouts. It's just not going to happen. Obviously, the end of two Hall of Fame careers with Albert Pujols, who had an incredible second half, and then Yadier Molina, who had a hit in the ninth inning when they were attempting to rally. What did they say, and how did the fans treat them at the end? Well, in Yadier Molina's last at-bat, you know, Pujols got pulled for pinch runner in the eighth inning. Got a nice ovation, but with Yadier in the last hit, uh, you know, that, that kind of saved the season. You know, a lot of chance of yada, yada, yada. So it's pretty cool. I mean, even though, you know, I mean, Pujols obviously, you know, much better player. Pujols left. Yadi stayed. Yadi spent, you know, all 19, uh, all 19 seasons there. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was special. You know, neither, it's funny in the, in the clubhouse, neither really, you know, sad or expressing tears, but some of his teammates were, mm-hmm. but, but not those two guys. How would you describe, the last two months with Albert Pujols and his chase for 700. Well, just phenomenal. I mean, they, uh, you know, what he did the last two months is what he did for 11 straight years, you know, with, with St. Louis. It kind of reminded everybody just how great he was. And I think with the Cardinal fans, all they saw, you know, was greatness. They didn't see those, uh, those years, you know, nine and a half years he struggled in Anaheim. So yeah, it was it was it was very cool. You know, standing ovation every single time it came to plate, <laughs> and uh, you know everybody's buying new Pujols jerseys. They already had a closet full of the old ones, but they <laughs> they wanted the new ones. <laughs> they are a great fan base there in St. Louis. Obviously disappointed, but the Phillies have been in playoff mode for a couple of months, right? Fighting, scratching, clawing. They've been living on the edge. They were the last team to get into the postseason field, and of course they fired their manager Joe Girardi going back uh, earlier in the season. How did they turn it around, Bob? Yeah, I mean they love Rob Thompson. He'll certainly be back. They'll give him a uh, you know two three year contract here. 
you know, maybe it'll happen in Toronto. Who knows? But I think they wanted a new voice in there. Uh, see what happens. And guys responded to Thompson. They really did. Uh, you know, Kyle Schwarber, you know, kind of led the way. He was the most steady guy with all the home runs. Harper was hurt for a while. Uh, you know, you got Wheeler and Nola, who uh, you know, kind of led the way as far as the pitching staff. But, yeah, it just hung tough. I mean, there for a while in September, looked like they might blow this thing. You know, they're playing so bad and just got, you know, got hot again at the right time. Bob Nightingale of USA Today is with us here after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Spent the weekend in St. Louis. And what series are you headed to for the divisional round? So I want to see a Dodgers and Padres. So a little <laughs> I-5, I-5 World Series go up and down the freeway. Very, very easy travel. Easiest travel I've had since the uh, 2000 World Series with the Yankees and Mets and Subway Series. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. The, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, in the last 28 games, the Padres will play the Dodgers. They're a uh, you know five and 23. Oh, so something's got to something's got to get at some point. You imagine the Padres are like not again. We have to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the big boys on the block always kick sand in the Padres' face. We'll see, we'll see what happens again. Mm. Dodgers finished with 111 wins. Obviously, for them, a franchise record. Also, the first National League team to hit that mark in a century. But is there something to be said for not playing me? meaningful baseball over the last, my gosh, five weeks, maybe? Yeah, I'm also, you know, sitting up for five, six days, Amy, and the fact that, you know, you're not playing any games at all. Uh, I'd be very curious to see how it affects, you know, the other teams, you know, whether it's the Yankees, you know, Astros, you know, Dodgers, that sort of thing. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, Dodgers have a lot of question marks, you know, after, after Kershaw and Urias, you know, who's going to pitch game three? Hmm. Who's going to close out games in the bullpen? I still think in the National League, it's not all baseball. The World Series goes through Atlanta. I just think Atlanta's that good once again. Right. The Braves surging at the end, catching the Mets where they did not hold the lead in the National League East for only but a handful of days during the regular season. And they also get a familiar foe in the Phillies. So that's interesting, right? Because we have two series in which they are divisional matchups. In the American League, the Mariners, they are a team that has a flair for the dramatic with the back-to-back walk-offs to make their first postseason in 21 years. Then the way they rally against Toronto, which was just phenomenal, what makes this team tick like they do? Yeah, they start to believe themselves as a young team. And like you said, a great pitching staff. I mean, so in the business series against Houston, I think they're going to give the Astros fits. I really do. Uh, you know, where this team's going to go five games. But, you know, in, in game one, you're going to have Logan Gilbert, who's been unbelievable, you know, first full season. Then you come back with Luis Castillo who was easily the best pick at the trade deadline. You know, teams missed out by not grabbing him. Uh, the Mariners got him. And then, you know, you'll go Robbie Ray, the defending, uh, you know, Cy Young Award winner. So, yeah, they can uh, they can cause a lot of problems. I know Hasbro's beat them up during the season, but, you know, Seattle didn't have Lucas Steele all season. They had him at the trade deadline. They were a team that obviously last year got so close to the playoffs, so maybe not unexpected that they would finally punch their ticket in 22. The Guardians, though, they kind of come out of nowhere. Youngest team in Major League Baseball. They've got the management of Terry Francona. I mean, he's been around baseball forever. He's a lifer. The dude still gets nervous and anxious around games like this. They have to walk off in the 15th inning uh, to be able to move on to the next round. What do you like about that ball? club in the way that they've carried themselves this year 
they play, uh, you know, okay, well, old school baseball. They don't hit home runs, but they don't strike out either. Put the ball in play, play great defense. Uh, you know, you're right, Amy, with the, uh, you know, Francona is going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's fun. You know, he talks about, because he lives right downtown there by the ballpark. He'll ride a scooter, you know, to and from uh, work. <laughs> fans, fans are stopping and, you know, giving him pizza, stuff like that. But just a, uh, a great dude. So, yeah, it's, it's good for him and, a, uh, you know, just uh, a great character for the game and really one of the best managers we've seen in probably the last 50 years. Yeah, and, of course, guiding Cleveland to a World Series appearance in 2016 after winning the AL pennant. The Yankees didn't end up allowing the rest of the East to get super close, uh, but obviously had some angst over the course of about the six weeks or so after the All-Star break. What are their... Uh, what are the elements that might make you nervous about them actually capitalizing on what was a real strong season? You know, a little bit like the Dodgers, you know, you know I mean, who's going to close the games? I mean, obviously Chapman's having the playoff roster. Clay Holmes is, you know, struggled and been banged up. So yeah, yeah. You wonder how that's going to work. Uh, rotation wise, you know, a lot of questions too, after Garrett Cole and, uh, and Cortez, you know, Nestor Cortez, you know, what happens there? So I think similar teams. I mean, it's a very good team, but it's very flawed. Uh, you know, I think you know if they get to the World Series, it'd be a you know a big upset hmm. because Houston Astros would be very favored. Mm. Bob Nightingale with us here after hours CBS Sports Radio. Before I let you go, we did this fun show last week in which we asked the fans the best and brightest of baseball in 2022, whether moments, whether memories, whether milestones. Bob, you've watched the whole thing, man. We put 162 games in the rearview mirror plus wildcard weekend. So what would you say are the best and brightest of 2022? Well, I still got to go the old school, though, just a home run chase. I'm going to see, uh, you know, be in Arlington, Texas, and watch Aaron Judge hit that 60-second home run. Just so much relief on his face, the way the, uh, the teammates reacted, you know, jumping over the railing. You know, very cool. And then on the uh, other side, you know, Albert Pujols hitting, you know, a 700th home run. Nobody thought that was going to happen. You know, he only had six home runs the first half. Right. You know, looked a, uh, like he might even retire. And then he does that, uh, which, you know, monster second half. So I, I think the home run races, both of them, really kind of made baseball, you know, fun again. You know, other guys, young guys, whether Julio Rodriguez, you know, Bobby Witt, those guys, you know, kind of electrified fans. But in the end, it was the home run, just the old school home run stuff that I think made so much news and was so popular. You know what I really loved is seeing how the Yankees and the Cardinals respectively were so energized by the chase of those iconic numbers, 62 and 700. It certainly seemed like just those individual pursuits really electrified their clubhouses and certainly propelled them to a bunch of wins. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Pujols meant the world to the Cardinals, what, you know, what he did on the stretch. Same with Judge. I mean, Judge, you know, when the Yankees were struggling, he was the only guy hitting. I mean, he carried that team. That's why I think, you know, he'll, he's a runaway winner for the MVP award. Uh, there's, you know, 30, 30 ballots. I bet he gets 25 or 26 <laughs> of the 30 votes. Uh, you, know, you take him away. You know, they may not even make the playoffs. They certainly don't win the division. They might be a wild card team at best. Mm. 
All excited now for what's to come. The Division Series start in all their glory, four of them, on Tuesday. And Bob Nightingale, our Odyssey baseball insider, as well as USA Today columnist, will be in Los Angeles for the Dodgers and the Padres. It's always great to catch up with you. Thank you so much. You can find Bob on Twitter at B Nightingale. All right. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Amy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t